Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you being here. The title of this session is How Did Warm Market Become a MLM Cuss Word? <laughs> uh, I so am thankful to be able to share an article with you that I wrote this week. I read this week. Uh, it's by my old friend Robert Blackman. Uh, those of you that may have uh, gone through our funded proposals course, uh, fundedproposals.com, if you've gone through that course, um, then you've heard Robert because he was one of the, the speakers that we had in that training uh, with us. I've known him for several years. And I was on Facebook this week, and uh, I usually don't spend a lot of time reading 99%, but there are certain people that I like to make sure that I take the time to read. Robert's one of the most articulate person people that I know within the network marketing profession. Uh, but regardless, before I get into the article, I am going to have him on a podcast session in the near future. Uh, I would like to ask you guys right now, please remember him, Robert Blackman, in your thoughts and prayers. He's going through some health challenges right now. And just remember him in your thoughts and prayers. Now, the title of his article was the biggest reason you're failing to achieve your personal income goals in your network marketing business. That was the title. The biggest reason you're failing to achieve your personal income goals in your network marketing business. I'm going to change the title of this podcast is how did warm market become an MLM cuss word. Uh, so let me read the article and then I got some, a couple points I want to share and we'll be done. I think you'll find this valuable. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope it creates a paradigm shift. I hope it makes you stop, think. You know, there's so many people in this profession that simply were raised in the wrong culture, and that's the only way I know to communicate it. What they were taught, what the, what the culture in which they were raised in has really affected their mindset uh, to where they cannot hear sometimes logic. They can't hear logic because, uh, you know, let's just face it, the attraction marketing affiliate program sellers did a real good job over the last 15 years of convincing people uh, that there really is an old school, new school war happening in the profession and 
uh, and in so doing removed logic from the equation. And again, I'm going to get into more about this in a little bit, but let me read Robert's article. I hate to read to you, but it's so powerful that uh, I just have to. Again, the name of the article is The Biggest Reason You're Failing to Achieve Your Personal Income Goals in Your Network Marketing Business. I'll be blunt here. Network marketing is about duplication. Network marketing is not about innovation. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? I'm not against innovation. I'm against it being taught as a solution of tried, proven, and currently working network marketing principles. Let me give you a common example I see every month. I sign up a new person who's all excited to start their business. I send them my training on how to mail a letter to their warm market and make a list. They say, no, won't do it, can't do it, don't want to do it, did it before and it didn't work. Then I want to wait to make money first, then I'll do that, Robert. Door number one is closed. Okay, then we're left with buying leads, buying traffic, or spending all day long forcing relationships on acquaintances on social media so they will join with you. They say, no, Robert, I don't have any money. I don't have any time. I wouldn't know what to say. I'm shy. I'm afraid to connect with people online. Door number two, closed. The next month, they drop off auto ship with my program. That same month, I see them promoting an online program that promises to make you money without talking to anyone, and you can make money without recruiting. I click on their link, and of course, I click on their link, and that course costs $997 to buy, yet last month they were broke. Right. This is a common cycle in today's environment. We seem to marketing to be marketing to the lowest common denominator in society. That's an interesting statement, guys, something to consider. We seem to be marketing to the lowest common denominator in society. And don't don't glance that's not, that's a statement that needs to be thought thought about. Who are you sincerely marketing to? You know, and I'm going to get off track here for a minute off the article, but it's amazing to me how people a lot of times their emphasis is on free to join, free to join, free to join. Back to the article, as Robert said, we seem to be marketing to the lowest common denominator in society. So much so, I read people who say, don't talk to anyone, you just lose posture when you do that. Make them watch the 48-minute video where you, play where you play grab butt and laugh at stupid jokes and really don't tell them a darn thing first. You know, it, it's amazing to me. I'm going off script. I'm trying, I, was going to, I promised myself I wouldn't do that. But I am absolutely appalled at the fluff. Uh, it, it's almost like... We have to entertain, people have the mentality that I have to entertain my followers. 
Robert says play 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 grab butt and laugh at stupid jokes and don't tell them a darn thing first anyway then you call them to close them but I don't do that but you can if you want I never check my voicemail I never answer emails I never answer my phone I make a hundred thousand in a month and in fact I've got a course for 497 where I reveal how to do this without any antiquated ways of network marketing here's that link so again he's making fun of the people that are telling people you don't have to answer your phone you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to do this you don't have to do this you don't have to do that uh, you know here's a link you can buy a $497 course and I'll show you the foo-foo dust in network marketing let me get on the article stay on the article see where this goes question mark I love internet marketing. It allows me to earn income off my courses, reports, tools, leads, books, coaching, website design, copywriting, etc. But very seldom do those orders turn into repeat orders for the rest of my life. Nor do those orders turn into referrals who in turn order repeatedly for me for the rest of my life. The internet provides upfront money. Internet marketing is about me, me, me. It's a good paying job, sometimes a great paying job. I love network marketing. It allows me to find another Robert Blackman, train them, coach them, and then and they go and take off, and I have the ability to make money for the rest of my life off repeat orders. When John Maris of Amway drove up, up, drove up eight hours to meet me, I had zero war market experience. I laughed at him in my mind. He then revealed to me the kind of money he was making. I was stunned. I couldn't believe he was making so much more money than me. I became humble. I, the direct mail expert, was learning warm market. Why? And, and so you could say, I'm going off script, but you could say, I, the internet market, the internet marketing expert, the social media marketing expert, the whatever marketing expert was learning warm marketing. Why? Because he had more time freedom than me, because he had 10,000 more people in his group than me, because he made more money than me and worked less hours, because he wasn't stressed out, because he was cool to hang out with, because when I was with him, I believed I could do anything, even warm marketing. I fought him at first. I ran local ads in the newspaper for Amway. Laugh out loud, yes, I did that. I got people to Denny's, and then he asked them how I knew them. They said, I answered Robert's ad yesterday. John pulled me aside and thanked me for my innovation but that running ads for Amway was not duplicatable. Gosh, guys, it's, 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 you ain't the issue. It's not about you. It's about what can be duplicated. Let me get back to Robert's article. Now, if John was making $1,000 per month and if Amway was doing a million a month in sales, I'd question that man. But he was making close to six figures a month. And Amway at the time was doing $7 billion a year. Now $10 billion, all without Robert Blackman. So the cold hard fact was 
what he did worked. What I had to do was figure out if I wanted to do what he did. It was beneath me, I kept saying in my head. I love truth. I love people that just, and see, that's really, that's a big part of it. It was beneath me, I kept saying in my head. At that point in time, I was making $15,000 a month in the direct mail program. So John was 85000 a month ahead of me. That hit me between the eyes. I had a building. I had equipment. I had employees. I worked 100 hours a week. He had none of the above. So I let go. I followed him. I said this, and you want to memorize this. Okay, John, I'm in. I'll do exactly what you tell me to do for a year. And if it doesn't work, it's your fault, not mine. He grinned and said it wouldn't take a year, but he appreciated the thought. What happened over the next couple of years was a wonderful thing in my life. I let go. I learned. I leaned on someone else's experience in mentoring. I kept my direct mail business on the side and went to work. I got in minivans and drove 18 hours to Raleigh, North Carolina. I put on a suit and a tie. I followed the script. I showed the plan on the whiteboard exactly as he showed me. I, came, I became an expert at warm marketing. This is an attitude you need to find if you're looking for winners, someone who will follow the steps. I am now a warm marketing expert. I am now a direct mail expert. I am now an online expert. Let me go back to what he said. This is the attitude you need to find if you're looking for winners, someone who will follow the steps. And, and what I'm beginning to understand, guys, the, the longer uh, that I'm involved in this profession and especially in today's environment, uh, you really are looking for people that can that want it bad enough to overcome fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else will think about them. And being able to launch in the warm market is a really good indicator of that. A really good indicator of that. It helps you realize who you can spend time with and who you can't. Let me get back to his article. I have learned all these by listening and asking questions and saying, if it doesn't work, it's your fault. That took the heat off me. I was humble. I left my ego at the door. I followed the leader. That's how bad I wanted financial freedom and network marketing. That's why I'm here. That's where I'm. That's why I'm where I'm at today at age 56 after 37 years. Hard work, listening, duplicating, all capitalized. Hard work, listening, duplicating. If you want to earn, then learn. Find a mentor. Ask them how to do it and put the blinders on for a year. And if they tell you to buy a course or that you don't have to talk to anyone, and that they have signed up the most people in their company with this technique, then say, hey, congrats. How many do you have on your email list? How many frontline friends did you sign up, and how big are their list? How long did it take you to build, and how can I duplicate that? You know, I, I, y'all have heard me say on this podcast thousands of times, it, it's, it's not about... What some guru has done, it's about who have they taught and who have those people taught. 
It's not about I was the number one money earner in this company. I was this. I was that. I was the other thing. It doesn't matter. What, what, who have they recruited, developed, and watched that person duplicate to somebody else who's taught somebody else? And again, the only way that can happen is through systems. But, but anyway, more than likely, they won't tell you. They know that it'll blow you out of the water. And they know you can't duplicate them. They are innovators. They are innovators. Good for them. But what can you duplicate now to help your income now, not just theirs, by buying their courses? That's the end of the article. I think it's fabulous. I think it's just fabulous. And it's so true. It's where we are uh, in many ways in this profession, uh, appealing to the mediocrity in people. You know, as I said a long time ago, we have one choice in this profession, inspire greatness or cater to mediocrity. Many of you have seen the article that I wrote back in 1999-2000. Inspire greatness or cater to mediocrity. And when you cater to the lowest common denominator and tell people what they want to hear so you can sell them what you want to sell them, uh, it's not a good it's not a good business decision. It's not a good business plan. There, here's the reality about warm market. And, and I just want to give you some things, guys, to really think about. And I understand many of you listening to this. The idea of warm market is just appalling. And, and I would ask you, why? Why? What did Robert say something about? In my mind, I was too good for that or something like that. Uh, it was beneath me, I think is what he said. For me, it's about stacking the odds for success in favor of people within the profession and on your team. Stacking the odds for success in their favor. And just from a logical standpoint, if we just sit back, take a breath, and really think through this, I think you will see that it makes an abundant amount of sense to teach people how to launch in their warm market, launch their business. Again, I've made examples many times on these podcasts, but it's no different than if you're starting a restaurant or a dry cleaners or any other traditional business. You would send out a copy of your menu, maybe some coupons. Uh, I don't believe in grand openings because um, I don't believe in private business receptions as part of your launch process because not everybody uh, has lives in an environment conducive to a private business reception. They don't. So you're eliminating people. 
everybody has the ability to print a letter, mail it with a brochure. Everybody that ever joins your team, they don't have to be technical, they don't have to be savvy, they don't have to be compelling in front of a camera. They don't have to, they, they can just mail a letter. D does that make sense? D does that make sense that there's no, that they can take this proven letter, take this brochure and mail 10 a week and follow up using this proven script. Now, here's the biggest rub in network marketing regarding one market and what the industry should be so far past this. We should all understand this and this philosophy should have been taught and, and, and communicated throughout this profession for the last 25 years, 30 years. It hasn't been. We all know that people that don't know what they're doing have gone into the marketplace like a chicken with their head cut off, a bull in a china closet, trying to convince people to buy, sell, or join. We all know that's what's happened. And we all know that's been part of the reason that we have terms like NFL, no friends left, and why people shy away from the warm market. And what I've tried to communicate, just because an upline or a sideline blew it, in their warm market because they did not receive proper training does not mean that you have to or people on your team have to blow it in their warm market by trying to convince people to buy, sell, or join. Here's the bottom line philosophy reality. What people need to understand is the odds of the person they know being the person they're looking for is slim. But the odds of them knowing the person they're looking for, and I'm talking about who's a potential customer for their products or service or a potential business partner, the odds of the, that person that they know being that person is slim. But the odds of them knowing that person is extremely high. Let's just stop and think through that. And, and again, I would ask you, does that make sense to you? Does, is that, does that seem logical? Or am I saying something that just makes no sense? Because I appreciate being called out on, on concepts that don't make any sense. I think that's healthy for all of us. But, I mean, wherever if you've been around this profession for very long and let's say you've been in your town for five years and everybody that you work with and everybody that you go to church with and everybody that you're in the chess club with and everybody that you uh that that in your kids play soccer with their parents whatever people know that you're an entrepreneur minded person so let's say somebody that you're in the chess club with I'm just pulling things out of the air obviously but hopefully i can communicate this knows you're an entrepreneur and their nephew just got involved in a network marketing company and they contacted them 
and they said, who do you know that I need to contact? See, there's a good chance that that chess club member would say, well, you need to contact you. See, everybody knows people that are potential customers for your product or service and entrepreneur-minded people that may be a good team member for your business. They aren't going to tell you who they are because we go out as a profession and we've pounded people trying to close them, pounding them to buy, sell, or join. So it's, it's the profession's fault. It's us. The fact that we've let all this propaganda sweep through the profession, appealing to the lowest common denominator of people in the world, because we did not take what we were doing to a higher level. Geographical credibility is real. It's real. If somebody contacts me from Kentucky or that my one of my aunts knows, then they've, they've got my ear more than if it's some random post that I see on a social media site or so on and so forth. There's a concept called geographical credibility that has never been taught in this profession. The, the, the concept that the odds of the person you're talking to or contacting is, is the right person is slim, but the odds of them knowing the right person is extremely high has never been taught. So there's concepts that are valid, that are solid, that need to be implemented and ingrained and duplicated throughout this profession that has not been. And because of that, again, we've been overrun and thrown into the profession in a state of dissipation. For the last couple of years, uh, you know, sales in the United States have dropped. Where uh, Uber send out more 1099s than all the network marketing companies in the world combined. That's where we are. We, network marketing should be at the top of the entrepreneurial revolution happening around the world, but it's not going to happen as long as we hold on to the culture in which we were raised. And some of you needed to hear that. The culture in which you were raised. It's okay sometimes to stop, take a breath, and really reevaluate. Well, Dale, I'm making 8000 a month. Okay. Okay. I sincerely believe that most six-figure earners in network marketing should be making seven figures. I believe that. The, the, the facts tell us that most people that, you know, join network marketing like a house of fire, catch on, build a huge following. They turn around 18 months, two years. They can't find their group. And in five years, most, it's a better chance that they'll be out of the profession than that, than that they will have grown their business, uh, you know, to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. That's reality. You can sit here right now. And make a list and, and just do it for hours of people that got the six figures that are today out of the industry. Why? Because they never had the leadership development paradigm shift. But, you know, they never realized it's not about me. It's about our team. What can be duplicated? 
direct mail makes a whole lot more sense than trying to people to teach people to go on social media that are on and do lives that are don't like the camera that 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 anybody can take a a letter take out somebody else's name put their name in put a stamp on it and drop it in the mail that can be duplicated by everybody and I, I could go on and on and on guys but I just got a couple more things this business is it, is it revolves around recruiting is all about finding the right person at the right time in their life in their life it, you know Robert's working a hundred hours a week dealing with employees equipment all of that and the timing was right for him if you look at anybody that's done really well in this profession it's because somebody exposed them at the right time in their life when when I was exposed to network marketing my friend knew I was buying income opportunities magazine and I was looking and I was thinking about trying to start a business and I was talking about it and I was searching and I knew I couldn't stay in the corporate environment for 40 years he knew okay so now he quit two weeks after I started but he knew what if somebody had contacted him and he hadn't joined he just joined because his girlfriend joined but what what if he had said well you need to talk to my friend Dale he's looking see that's that's the point I'm making we're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life not people that we can convince and close are people that are just looking for a social club where they can hang out where, where we can what did Robert say tell stupid jokes and you know high-five each other and you know all this the craziness that we see going on in this industry the bottom line for all of us it's called the law of averages X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled and there's a correct way and a best way to contact different people at different points on your journey yes there's a time for multiple ways to generate leads multiple ways but during the launch phase especially with you know during the launch phase you stack the odds in somebody's favor by understanding contact 10 people you know send this brochure this letter follow up and say hey Uncle Harry this is Dale I just wanted to check with you and see if you got the letter I mailed you yes I did Dale awesome who did you give my brochure to well Dale I haven't given it to anybody yet no problem who are you gonna give it to well I was thinking about Joe at work Joe's getting ready to to go back to Weight Watchers for the 17th time I'm assuming we have a weight loss product or whatever it is see that that's a logical easy conversation people like to help other people okay but when we go out and we just a bull in China closet tell them how rich they can be and everything that we've done and again it's my generation's fault because what it did it opened the door for people to come into the market and say well that's old school I'm gonna show how to, you know, everything I've talked about a thousand times on these podcasts
that only one to three percent of what's being taught can be implemented. So I appreciate Robert's insights. I appreciate wisdom. Uh, I welcome opposing views because I, I'd like to be called out and they'll, well, what about this? What about, I like that. Okay. If it's based upon logic and reason. Okay. He hit the nail on the head. You know, it's like, you know, well, people are, we've come, we, we've become a culture where people we will tell people what they want to hear, that they can blog daily and position themselves as an expert and all the other stuff that we've heard. And we've become an industry that's willing to tell people what they want to hear so we can sell them the course that we want to sell them. And, you know, and because of that, we are where we are as a profession. And I know many of you listening to this podcast are 1,000% on board with that whole philosophy. You're doing your part. You're focused on wisdom of the ages, and you're making an impact in your companies. And when enough people start making an impact in the companies, it'll impact the entire industry. So, Dale, how, 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 I've never heard this before. How do I get? How do I launch people locally? Guys, I've done this. I've talked about this for years. You can go to startrightmlm.com. Those uh, the the 27%er uh, success app that we've talked about multiple times and we'll continue to talk about. It. It's just so killer what's happening for people that are members there. We go through this whole process sequentially. We go through a very sequential process. This is part of it. It's generic. It's for anybody in any company. We talk about direct mail, all of this. Uh, that's it. The best webinar to get a full view of what that's about is at takebacktheindustry.com. And, of course, many of your ML and training club members, and you're, you know, you're duplicating this throughout your organization every week, uh, mlmtrainingclub.com. Uh, and, again, a person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. Uh, I respect the fact that people were raised in specific cultures within this industry. I, I, I do. Uh, I, I understand that people teach. This is real important. It's kind of hard to communicate. But this will be the last thing I'll share today. You know, I've already said just because somebody blew it in their warm market doesn't mean you have to or your team has to. But people teach. At the level, they first start having success, not understanding the path that they've that led them to that point. And what does that mean? That means most of the people that are teaching social media this, social media that, you know, uh, uh, just 1,000%. See, we do a lot of surveys, and it's amazing how one of the questions we ask in one of the surveys is, have you been taught that social media that is 100% the way to build your business? And the number of people that have said yes to that, that question is just gradually increased over – over and over and over and over and over oh, since we've been doing the survey that people are taught, you know, spam your social media accounts and do lives and do this and do that. 
uh, do you, when when we know we know that that it's so they can it, it's so somebody can make an affiliate commission selling a, a course on how to do that when the odds are geographical credibility and asking someone to hey can you do me a favor pass my brochure along to somebody that have an interest in our product that's just common sense okay uh, uh, so I hope this has helped and a lot of you I, I want you to understand see there's a lot of people listening to me now that are totally into 100% do everything online laptop lifestyle and all that and I appreciate that and I agree with that I mean that's we have other businesses that that's our 1000% focus. Um, we have, you know, e-commerce businesses. That's what we do. But this is a different ballgame, guys. The real product in network marketing is people. As Robert said, you have the opportunity to find another Robert Blackman, work with them, train them, teach them, and generate lifetime residual income and it's almost got to the point where we think oh i made a sale so there i got paid this is not direct sales we did a podcast at mom success talk called getting network marketing out of the sales box uh it's not what it is and again i i, I hope that some of some of the people listening to this will understand that it's the culture in which you were raised. And see, there's a lot of people that started in this profession, went to their warm market the wrong way, the wrong way. Let me say that, the wrong way. They went, to, but they, but, but here's the point: they did it. They went into the marketplace, and because they had enough belief in their product or service or their opportunity. And they, they went into the warm market the wrong way. It didn't work uh, or didn't work very well. And then, you know, down the road at whatever time, they, they, they did this or they did that app or they did this and they did that. And then they start having success. But m my feeling is the fact that they were willing to get the nose in the beginning is ultimately ultimately what creates success because they had the ability to get past fear of failure fear of rejection fear of what somebody else will think about them so the most valuable part about launching in the form market and teaching that is you get to find out real early does does this person have enough belief in themselves, the company, the product, the profession, and what they're doing, enough belief to launch in their warm market? See, when I started, I sincerely got to a point where I felt obligated, obligated to share with people that were the closest to me. Whether they buy, whether they join, didn't matter. But I felt obligated to let them know. 
And if, if that mentality, that mindset is what ultimately creates success, it's not this funnel, this hack, this shortcut, this, that, and the other thing. There ain't no foo-foo dust. Just wisdom of the ages principles that work for everybody that put them into action. I so appreciate Robert for writing the article. I hope you got value from this. This is Dale Calvert. I'll talk to you next week on another session of the No Fluff, No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.